I'd like to talk to you about a little bit about Thanksgiving, the blessings of a thankful heart, and then also just the expressions of a thankful heart. You know, there are blessings that come to the thankful heart. Uh, giving thanks, of course, is something that we, we make a decision to do within our heart, and yet there is a blessing, something that actually comes back to us as we give the Lord thanks and as our hearts are thankful. So just a few thoughts tonight. What are some of the blessings of having a thankful heart? I think one of the blessings is that is contentment. Contentment. Look with me in verse uh, chapter. Excuse me, First Timothy chapter six and verse six. The apostle Paul says this. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, and have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I think that a thankful heart is actually something of a insulation against this kind of covetousness. When your heart is thankful, when you're recognizing those things that God has provided, and when your heart is thankful for those things, it actually helps insulate you, protect you from a covetous heart, a greedy heart. It's when you stop counting blessings. It's when you stop being thankful, when you're not mindful of what God has provided and your eyes begin to look to those things that you don't have and you begin to covet and you begin to desire. You're not thankful for what you have. You're merely desiring and coveting those things that you don't have. And Paul said, listen, that that kind of greed, that kind of temptation, that, that kind of desire... Uh, will actually lead you into temptation and a, sta- a snare. You see, thankfulness identifies the blessings of God, and it produces a certain contentment with God's love and provision. So, again, in this country we have so much, almost to a point of abundance in many, many cases. To be honest, even even those of us though, or those that are really would be considered kind of um, not having even enough are really wealthy in comparison to many places in the world. And I know that doesn't really comfort somebody who feels like they're, you know, struggling. But recognize that God is ultimately the provider and that if you can turn your heart to him and, and be thankful for those things that he has provided. And if you're honest, God has provided everything that you have needed. He hasn't provided always everything that we wanted, everything that we desired. Hasn't always provided it in the time and manner that we'd hoped he would. But everything that we have needed, God has provided. In terms of provision, God has blessed us. He has kept you thus far. He's the one that sends the rain and brings the produce up from the ground. Paul said, listen, you have food, you have clothing, we have shelter. And of course, we have so much more. Really, we do. Let's be thankful for God's provision. Don't take for granted. Don't assume that, of course, you know, God owes me all of that and so much more that I desire and want, and then my heart becomes covetous. 
Take time to be thankful for the many, many blessings that God has given to you just in way of provision. What I wanted to do tonight, and just talking about these things, each one of these blessings of a thankful heart, I wanted to just take a moment and us just to give thanks to the Lord. My thought here is contentment. It's one of the blessings of a thankful heart, and it centers around the idea of provision. Can you be thankful tonight for the Lord's provision in your life? Has He fed you? Has He clothed you? Has He sustained you in this life? And if He has, and you can recognize that, then I want us to just take a moment here. I'll just give maybe 30 seconds in all in your own heart, in your own words. Let's bow and just give the Lord thanks. Let's have a thankful heart for His provision in our lives tonight. Father, we thank You. Thank You for Your provision. Thank You for Your faithfulness, Lord. God, I've never lacked any good thing. You've blessed. Lord, you've given abundantly. Lord, thank you. Thank you for caring for us, God. Thank you for your provision tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for meeting our needs. Thank you, God, for those times when we we weren't sure how you were going to get us through. You got us through. And here we are tonight, Lord, blessed and abundantly provided for. Lord, in this may we find contentment. May we be blessed. May we be thankful tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Another blessing of a thankful heart. And I'm just defining this as truth. A thankful heart is a heart that is anchored in truth. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1. And I'll explain what I mean. A thankful heart is really a heart that understands the faithfulness and the, and the goodness and the truth of God, particularly concerning salvation. In fact, to be really, to come to the full knowledge of the truth, to really understand salvation and this wonderful gift that God has given to us in salvation, it, it almost demands a thankfulness of heart. It just almost is the natural byproduct. And so a thankful heart is a heart that is kind of anchored in that truth. I have an understanding of what God has done for me and His love for me. Look with me again in Romans 1, the, the opposite of those that refuse to give God thanks. Romans 1, pick it up just in verse 20 with me. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, this is God, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. God has revealed himself even in creation. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were what? Thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. A heart that refuses to be thankful is a heart that has to kind of almost refuse truth. It says earlier that they suppress truth in unrighteousness. They don't want to give God thanks for the glory of creation. They can't, a heart that can't give thanks to God for the day and the beauty of, of creation is a heart that refuses to acknowledge truth. 
A heart that refuses to thank the Lord for His love, His saving grace in Jesus Christ. This is a heart that is blinded from truth. A thankful heart, a heart that really recognizes what God has done, is a heart that is anchored in truth. And as you give thanks to the Lord for these things, truth is actually, you know, becomes even more illuminated in your life and in your spirit. You see, the enemy wants to come and darken your heart. The enemy wants to bring confusion. The enemy wants to bring a blindness. The enemy wants to deceive. And in a, in a heart that's deceived and blinded and confused is not a thankful heart. And, and this is what, what Paul is saying in Romans. They, they refused to give God thanks, and it actually produced a darkness in their minds. Professing to be wise, they became fools. No, a thankful heart, that is thanking God, recognizing, acknowledging God, uh, giving Him that honor, that, that thanks that is due to Him, is actually a heart that stays in the light and, and is in truth and is illuminated. To be thankful recognizes the truth of God's glory and the truth of His salvation. It takes time to consider the truth of God's love, His mercy, His goodness. You don't need to turn, but I'll quote Psalm 107, verses 1 and 2. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. There are times when life is challenging and difficult and trying, but salvation is still precious and good. Jesus still died on the cross for your sins, even on your worst day. God still loves you with a passion and, a, and an enduring grace and mercy that can never be taken away from you, even in the most difficult of circumstance. Salvation and all of its blessings and all of its benefits, which are eternal, cannot be taken from you, no matter how difficult the ups and downs and circumstance of your life. Can you thank the Lord tonight? If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, can you thank the Lord tonight that your sins are forgiven? Yes, you can. And you should. And we must. Can you thank the Lord that, that He loves you? Not, not well, does it feel like He loves you right now in this moment? If He loved me, why is this happening? Do, do you, can you thank God that He loves you? You know that He does. He's demonstrated it once and for all and by sending His Son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, even while we were sinners, even when we didn't deserve His love, His mercy, He came after us. He came for us. He loves us. That, that should produce a thankfulness in your heart. And as you thank God for these truths, your heart stays in this place of truth. You're not blinded. You're not confused. You're not overwhelmed with discouragement and despair, which is what happens when you take your eyes off of that truth. You begin to think about only the circumstance. You think about only the hardness, the difficulty, the trial. And you forget. And it's so easy to forget. That's why the psalmist said, don't forget his benefits who heals all your diseases, who forgives all of your sins, who satisfies your years with good things, who crowns you with loving kindness and mercy. Let's take a few moments right now to thank the Lord for the blessings of salvation. Lord, we want to thank you. I thank you that my sins are forgiven tonight, Lord. 
I thank You that the righteousness that You have given to me is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Lord, I don't deserve it. Lord, I could never earn it. But You love me. And Lord, You've embraced me. And Lord, You've given me Your Holy Spirit. And Lord, You've given me Your Word. And God, You've done so much to demonstrate to me Your love, Your forgiveness, Your patience, Your long-suffering. God, how many times have I, have I fallen short? Lord, how many times have I missed the mark? But still You love me. Still You forgive me. Still Your grace is sufficient above and beyond. God, I thank You for the gift of salvation. I thank You that it comes to me freely by faith. I thank You, Lord, for all of its benefits and blessings in my heart, in my soul, in my mind, in my family. Thank You, Jesus. I love You. I worship You. Thank You. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. A thankful heart is a heart that is in truth. Finally, a thankful heart is a heart that knows peace. A thankful heart is a heart that can know real peace, true peace. Because you can be thankful to the Lord for His faithfulness to you in the past, and you can also be thankful to the Lord for the promises that He has made. Peter calls them precious and magnificent promises. God is a God that keeps His word. God is a God who never falls short on His word. So this God who cannot lie, this God who always keeps His word, has made to you precious and magnificent promises. I mean, that's, that's the kind of encouragement that can set your heart at peace tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of things to worry about. There's a lot of things to be anxious over. There's a lot of uncertainty in our day, in your life, in mine. There are a lot of trials. There are a lot of things that I, that I could easily lose my peace over. But if I, if I can remain thankful to the Lord for His promises, for His Word, for those things that He has done and brought me through in times past, His faithfulness, His character. Can I thank Him for that? And as I give thanks to the Lord for those things, guess what happens? Guess what settles in on my heart? Peace. A sense of confidence that he, it's okay. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4, you know this passage. We'll be studying it soon on Sunday morning as we make our way into chapter 4 soon. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and what? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Peace wants to stand like a guard over your heart and mind. And anxiety and doubt and fear and confusion, they want to attack the fortress of your mind and heart. And 
the peace of God will stand and guard those things off and look at the setting. It's in that setting of a heart that is chosen rather than to be anxious. Rather, I'm going to pray and I'm going to give thanks. I'm going to find something to give thanks to the Lord for his promises, for his faithfulness in my life in times past. And in that setting, a thankful heart finds peace. These are great blessings. You know, sometimes we imagine that thankfulness is something that we do for God. Well, you know, I'm thanking him. It's a nice thing to do for the Lord. And and it, it, it is the right thing to do for a God, towards a God who has done so much and been so good to us. It's the, it's the right attitude, the right heart. It is the appropriate response. But there's a blessing that comes to the thankful heart. And these are some of those blessings. Yes, I, I think that you can be content and be in your provision. I think that you can find a, a sense of truth and illumination as you thank the Lord for the truth of salvation and this peace, this confidence. Let's just spend a moment now thanking the Lord for his faithfulness and thanking the Lord for his wonderful promises. Lord, thank you tonight. Thank you for bringing me through thick and thin. Lord, thank you for bringing me through things that I never, I couldn't even know how you were going to do it. But here I am. You're still with me and you're still bringing me into that eternal destiny, God. You're still working in my life. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. And thank you for the promises that you've made in your word, Lord. Not only for this life, but for all eternity, God. Your word is true. Your word is a rock. Your word is a strength and a tower. Your promises are precious and magnificent. Your promises, Lord. Oh, may they guard our hearts and minds tonight with the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Turn with me to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. Blessings that come to a thankful heart. Let's talk about the expressions that come and rise up from the thankful heart. Psalm 100. We could, we could pick many of hundreds of psalms that would actually speak to this subject of giving thanks to the Lord, but Psalm 100 is a good one. It's short, it's direct, and these are the expressions of a thankful heart. Psalm 100, it says, a psalm of thanksgiving. It's five verses. Let me read it, and then uh, we can talk about those things that we see coming up from the heart of the psalmist. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. And we are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. What are some things that come up out of this psalm that we can see? Thing, expressions that come out of a thankful heart. Certainly, worship is an expression that rises up from a thankful heart. Almost kind of bubbles over as you read this psalm. It's almost like he can't contain himself. You know, he doesn't have enough adjectives to really kind of extol and exhort and bless the Lord. Shout, sing, 
Make a joyful noise. Come with singing and thanksgiving and praise in your heart. This sense of thankfulness to God, a thankful heart, is a heart that expresses itself in worship. I read it earlier out of Psalm 107, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, you don't want to... When something is in your heart, I mean, it it almost has to come out, right? You get excited about something and and it's really thankful, really appreciative, really blessed. You know, it usually manifests. Manifests in your countenance, it manifests in the things that you say, and it manifests in your expression. So as you as you give thank as your heart is thankful in the to the Lord, let it rise up in worship. Let your let your voice be heard and we, when we sing. Find times in your own devotion life. Sing in the car, put a worship CD on and just sing like you are, you know, like you're Tony or something. Just sing. <laughs> Sing with all your heart. That's a compliment, dear. (laughs) I was trying to think of some great star vocal, and she just came to mind. (laughs) Sing. Sing to the Lord. You know, let these, don't, don't, don't hold that in. The Bible, I mean, listen, if you spend any amount of time in the Psalms, you will just find so many encouragements to express the thanks that you have in your heart. Something very healthy about that. Something very good and natural. Praise is beautiful, the psalmist says. And it's a good thing that we would worship. So a a, a thankful heart, an expression is worship, that joyful singing and praising. Look also there, another expression of a thankful heart is serving. Verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. We talked about this at the men's fellowship uh, on Monday night. The idea of serving the Lord with joy. The psalmist says here, serve the Lord with gladness. You know, our serving the Lord, our 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 ministry, whether it be in our family, whether it be in our fellowship, serving the Lord, however the Lord would ask us to, to give service to Him, it should be done with gladness. It's an expression of my thankfulness to Him. God, You who've done so much for me, what can I do for You? Lord, you know, what, whatever You would ask me to do, it would, be a, it would be an honor, it would be a privilege. You've saved me, You've cleansed me, You've changed my life, You've rescued me. And you've given me good things. You've blessed my heart. Oh, Lord, I want to serve you with gladness, with joy. Not out of some religious duty, not out of some, you know, burdensome kind of, you know, sense of obligation. Oh, no, I want it to come up out of a thankfulness in my heart. A thankful heart serves the Lord, looks for ways, is looking for ways to be a blessing in the kingdom, looking for ways to serve him. Serve him with gladness. Finally, the other expression of a thankful heart that I see here is a relationship with the Lord. Um, a thankful heart seems to be in close relationship with the Lord. There's just this open communication. Just look at this psalm. Um, 
Know, verse 3, know the Lord, that He is God. It is He who has made us, not we ourselves. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. A thankful heart has this knowledge of God. We, we know who we are. We know who He is. I know He made me. I know that I belong to Him. I'm one of His people, one of His sheep. I know the Lord. In relationship, I'm coming into His presence. Enter His gates, into His courts. There's this knowledge of Him. There is this fellowship with Him. I am coming into His presence. I have this wonderful access to the Lord because of my faith in Jesus Christ. And I know Him. I know that He is good. I know that His mercy is everlasting and that His truth endures to all generations. A thankful heart is in intimate relationship with God. You can't thank Him for very long and not begin to feel close to Him. Now, I, you know, sometimes you don't feel like being thankful. Things are kind of hard. And, and, and I'll admit, there are times when thank, thanking the Lord is, is something of a, of a discipline, a, a sacrifice of praise. Lord, I don't feel like it, but I, I, I know that You're still worthy of it. I'm just going to set my heart to say thank You, Lord. I do thank You for Your love. I do thank You for Your faithfulness. I, I do thank You that You're good. I know You're good. Lord, what's going on in my life right now is not good, but You are good. And Your mercy does endure forever. And Your truth will stand and does stand from generation to generation. And as you begin to give that kind of thanks to the Lord, your heart is being drawn into His presence. Your heart is actually approaching Him and God is bringing you into His fellowship. And there is all of a sudden this relationship that is now again active and, and strengthening your heart. If you just wait till you feel like it, you know, you're not going to be in His presence as often as you need to. Let's be honest. I, I always pray when I feel like it. <laughs> then you probably don't pray enough, right? I always read the Bible when I feel like it. Well, I can't let, I can't let feelings dictate what I know is right and good and, and healthy for my spiritual life. Now, I thank the Lord for those times when I really do feel like it. And I do, and that, that, those are sweet times too. But you know, some of it is just look. This, this, this is my heart. I am thankful to God. I do appreciate His love and His goodness in my life. I appreciate the difference that He has made. Jesus Christ has made all the difference, and I have no doubts about that. Listen, I was lost, and I was dead in my sins. I knew it. And many of you, you knew it. There may be some of you here tonight. Even now, you know it. You know you're not right with God. You know, if you're honest, that you're, you're, you're lost in your sinfulness. Or maybe you're lost in some kind of religious trap and effort. You're trying to earn favor with God, but it, it, you just can't quite get good enough and be good enough. This is the beauty of the Gospel. For God so loved us, that Jesus came and died on that cross for my sins. And I was 15 years old, and when I heard that truth, it changed my life forever. It's a long time ago, but it still means something to me. And I've had a lot of ups and downs and some, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. I've kind of done some of that journeying in my years. Oh, but 
Jesus Christ has made all the difference. My sins are forgiven because of what He has done for me at the cross. And He has opened up this wonderful relationship that I can enjoy with Him, this fellowship. And my heart is thankful tonight. Many, many blessings that we we need to be thankful for. And I hope tomorrow will be a day of thanksgiving as you gather with family. I'm going to ask the worship team to come on up with me. I want us to thank the Lord in song here in just a minute. But um, many, many things that we can be thankful for. And, and I know how Thanksgiving days go. It kind of becomes just a time of family and food. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's a good time. And I pray that you will enjoy that. And, and yet I pray that it will also be a time of thankfulness not just thanking the Lord for His provision and all of the blessings that we enjoy, but thank, just thanking Him for your relationship with Him, that you're saved, that you know Him, and that your sins are forgiven, and that He has so loved you and has promised to keep you, not only in this life, but for all eternity. I, I pray that salvation will be precious to us this Thanksgiving and that our hearts will be thankful. There's blessing to us as we give thanks, and I pray that there will be expressions of thankfulness that will rise up from our hearts. Let's pray tonight, and then I want to have just a, just a time of, of worship and giving thanks in song. Lord, I do thank you tonight for the difference that Jesus Christ has made in our lives. And Lord, my heart is is thinking tonight, concerned, if you will, Lord, of those that are here tonight that may not have a relationship with you. We're just a small group here tonight, Lord. I know it's a busy season, and many are busy with family and and plans. But, Lord, for those that are here tonight, I want to give opportunity. Keep your heads bowed with me just for a moment. If you're here tonight... And you cannot thank the Lord for the salvation that He has offered to us all in Jesus Christ because you've never received Him. You've never really put your heart and faith and trust in Jesus. Let Jesus come into your heart tonight. Invite Him. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins. You will have something to be thankful. This will be the greatest thanksgiving you've ever known. If you're here tonight and you don't have that kind of relationship with Jesus, I would love to pray for you. If you sense the Lord speaking to your heart and drawing you towards himself, let me pray with you. Maybe you're here tonight and my sense is that maybe there are some here that have they've heard about the Lord Jesus. And you may even have some kind of a religious sense of relationship with Him, but it's not personal. It's not really alive like the psalmist speaks of. And I'd love to pray for you too to set your religion aside and really come into this relationship with Jesus. Or maybe you're here tonight and you need to recommit, rededicate your life to Him. Let this be a time. Let this be the season for it as we celebrate Thanksgiving, as we celebrate Christmas. Do it tonight with a walk and a relationship with Him that is full and true.
If you're here tonight and you need to recommit your life to Him, rededicate, I want to pray for you. So, if you're here tonight and you need Jesus for the first time, you need Jesus in a personal way, in relationship, or you need to rededicate, recommit your life to Him, I would ask you just to raise your hand so that I can see you, and I'll pray for you. Anybody here tonight, the Lord is speaking to you, and you need this prayer. Lord, we do thank you for this time and your presence. We thank you for all that you have done for us. And I pray tonight that, Lord, you would allow us just these few moments in closing our service, Lord, just to offer our thanks and worship to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask you just to 